We all have those moments where we feel remarkably unqualified, but for some strange reason, we choose to be unafraid. I'm Jessica Rowe, a film student, creative, and the host of this podcast. I don't know what I'm doing, and neither do my guests, as together we dive into conversations about boldly following our passions and kicking goals, with a focus on creativity and being a young adult in Adelaide, unqualified and unafraid embraces just going for it. Seeing behind the scenes of my Yeah, I know. It's the biggest fan of the whole like, <laughs> podcast. Today, I'm joined by my biggest fan of the whole podcast, Lockie White. Hello. So, this episode has been a long time coming because ever since Lockie met me at uni, he sends me, like, a message every time I upload a podcast episode. And a comment and, like, oh. Yeah. Rating and a review. Yeah. Biggest supporter. And um, so we've been wanting to uh, record an episode for a long time. Now... What we're going to talk about today is I originally wanted to talk about, okay, background. Background first. I feel like you, Lockie, are the type of person who just, like, seems to know everyone everywhere you go. Like, you're a very well-connected man. Yeah. And so I wanted to do a podcast about, like, how to know everyone, kind of talking about making friends and networking. But then you actually said that you'd like to talk about self-doubt and tie that into the type of subject. Yeah. Um, so I want a clarification. I don't know everyone. Because if, <laughs> if I say your name and I say it wrong, then my fault. But no, You know everyone <laughs> in Adelaide. That, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that right, Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, but it got me thinking about how, like, I just assumed that you were, like, an expert at being confident, at putting yourself out there. But when you said that it made me kind of realise, like, oh, this is something that's, like, learnt. Like, you're not mm. born with the confidence to just make heaps of friends. Yeah. Like, you have to work up for it from it. Yeah, and I've even brought my own, my favourite book, <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. God, I hate the title of the book so much. It kind of is like, I, I don't know, like... I like it. No, it's just, like, I don't know. I yeah. don't think people should be ashamed. Like, I think it's an important skill to learn. I don't think people should be ashamed yeah. to... Win friends and but if you're at the people. bus stop and you're reading it and you're like, <laughs> you I know, yeah. <laughs> but um, some the... reason everyone talks to me when I'm reading it. Oh. It's just like, oh, they're like, you're good, you're alone. <laughs> oh, like you haven't got any friends. Yeah. Oh. Um. Well, okay. So the first thing I ask every guest now is this question: When is the time that you felt unqualified, but you chose to be unafraid? In year 12, year 11, I was kind of like, I was constantly told by people, oh, filmmaking won't get you a career, um, get something that will get you a career. So I was looking at, like, architect and urban planner and stuff. But I had an interest in it, but, like, not really any skills in it. Um, I'm terrible at maths, so there would have been, like, Roads going everywhere if I became an urban planner. <laughs> but I was like, are we allowed to swear in the show? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was like, no, I'm going to just say stuff it. So <laughs> I was like, stuff it. I'm going to make a, um, like, you know, going down the path I want to be, the person I want to be. And I guess that's my unafraid and unqualified moment. Mm, we chose this degree. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, me and Lockie both study in the same film course. Yeah. Heads up. Um, yeah. Roll credits. I said the name of the show. So, 
No, don't, don't you get it? When, you, when the movie says, like... Okay, never mind. Oh. Unqualified and unafraid. Yeah, when you say, like, a movie title. Oh. And then, and then the credits roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That, that joke, sorry, that, sorry, that, joke, that joke just died. <laughs> On the topic of self-doubt, what areas do you feel like you... Um, you struggle the most with that in. Can you give me an example of yourself? Yeah, definitely. Because I was planning on asking, answering these questions too, so okay. it's like more of a convo. But um, I would say that the areas I struggle most in self-doubt is like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no. <laughs> but um, I struggle in self-doubt of like... I think like driving is like a fear that I haven't really faced fully. So, like, I think sometimes I have self-doubt in, like, kind of adulting or, like, um, being able to be, like, in a high-pressure com- uh, situation where I have to get myself somewhere or something like that. Like, even bussing around, I feel like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I just yeah. get too anxious or something. Like, I think sometimes I don't really have the confidence to, like, face my anxieties or something. Fair enough. But when I was a, uh, younger like a teenager, I struggled a lot with self-doubt in, like, meeting new friends and, like, put it, I put everyone up on a pedestal. And so then I would always just think everyone knows more than me kind my, of thing. My, so I used to go to myself. I was, like, as a kid, I used to go, like, be the person that would welcome the new kids and stuff so that way they had someone to talk to because I'm like, I've been in that position before or, you know, it's just a new friend you make. I was uh, more nervous to, I was, had to try to push myself to go and talk to other, like, talk to other people, but I wasn't nervous to make friends. I wanted to make more friends. Mm, And in high school, um, I think it was also speaking in public, like, I wanted to do all this, mm. but it was my like the voice at the back of my head going, "No, you don't. You you can't. You you can't yeah. barely spell your own name, let alone speak <laughs> in public." So I was kind of that self doubt. I was yeah. kind of worried about. But yeah, after we recorded this podcast, Lockie said to me that when I asked him about, um, you know, why did you feel so nervous about public speaking, like what were the obstacles you had to overcome? He forgot to mention one of the biggest obstacles that he actually had to overcome, which was that he had and still has like trouble with his speaking and pronouncing words and using the correct English and things like that. So he sent me this um, voice recording that he did later where he talks about his experience with that and how that kind of ignites some self-doubt inside him and, um, you know, with everything that he's doing, like, with the public speaking, with the politics, with the um, script writing and things like that, how it's an obstacle that he has to overcome in when he's do- um, doing all of his passions. So, yeah. And I'm really glad he sent this because it's very vulnerable and it's hard to talk about the things that you struggle with. So I'm very grateful to Lockie that he sent this recording. So when I was little, I had trouble with spelling, grammar, speech, and just English in general. I say I used to, but I still have it. Like, you'll sometimes probably hear me say stuff from even this podcast. I guess I've grown around it and I completely forgot about it. 
and sometimes people point it out. But it's just grown around me so much that I've kind of forgotten that a little bit um, and just lived with it. Also, it affects me with my job and all that and uni, um, with writing emails, sending them off, because sometimes I might write, the tone might be, um, sounds really mean or bad, which I don't mean to, um, or it just seems a little childish, um, because I, I guess I take the easy way out of using words, and, um, script writing and filmmaking also affects it. This, this issue actually sometimes makes me just feel dumb, since I can't use big words, and properly explain something I want to and I guess it's affected me in many ways. I had these interests and stuff and it's just about like seizing these opportunities that right like for example every year there would be a new student right so mm-hmm. like go up and say hi how are you uh, what's your name um, tell me about yourself that was like a technique I started picking up because I read this book right um this Book and it became a joke among my friends. Every time I met someone at a party or just in general, I would say, oh, what's your name and what's your story? <laughs> and Because everyone has a story. Yeah. And it's a matter of how you tell your story. Because most people go, oh, there's nothing about me. But everyone has, you know, a life, an interest yeah. in something. So even if you just like cars and football. Yeah. You probably could talk about cars and football and name every single football player there is. I couldn't. Yeah. But doesn't mean I couldn't have a little bit of conversation. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I still have self... Like, something about me. (laughs) (laughs) um, But I always felt way more at home and comfortable talking in front of a crowd than I ever did talking one-on-one with someone. Like, Would you say this podcast has brought it out? And you? Oh, no, because I think it just, over time, I just got more confident in myself. Like, I think yeah. people used to always tell me, you're awkward. Like, oh, my God, Jess, she's so awkward. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, yeah, I am awkward, but I also don't care. Like, yeah. And, and saying, <laughs> people saying it's awkward and stuff, I feel like that also adds to your mindset. You're like, oh, my God, I'm awkward. So then you become even more yeah, exactly, awkward. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, now I'm like... Now it's just like, you know, I might not act like, I might not set, people might not perceive me as like really cool, like a cool girl kind of thing, but now I'm really comfortable. And now you're the cool one. (laughs) No, I'm just really comfortable in being like the awkward one. Like that's just, sometimes like my humor is like, I'm purposely awkward, but like, you know, not everyone's going to get that, you know? So you just kind of stop caring because you know that you know your intentions of talking to someone and if they're going to judge you for that, then it's like, that's really their loss. Yeah. And it's like, today at uni, I even tried to talk to someone. I, like, challenged myself to talk to someone new because I was waiting for class and no one that I knew was there. And, like, I complimented them and stuff. And then, like, I tried to, like, you know, push the conversation, but they just, like, were not responding. So I was like... I feel so awkward right now, but I also just, like, don't really care. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go, like, think but, about it for the next, like, hour. Because, but like, I, I I, have the problem of thinking about, like, literally last week, I know you well, but I literally <laughs> didn't even say goodbye to you when I left, like, 
we were having a chat and then I just left and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't say goodbye to Jess. And I had like a whole, like, it was on my mind for two yeah. hours and like, oh. Because if you're like a people person, you care a lot about like what, like what people, th- you never want to come your, across Your reputation like, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And like, I have a real problem with being organized and I, I panic a lot about being like, oh no, I'm going to be late. This is like, they're going to perceive me and I'm sure people perceive me. And, yeah, I just go, People do perceive you. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I hope so. (laughs) We're definitely talking about a lot of different topics right now. Yeah. But hopefully people can, like, relate. (laughs) So, when did you decide that you wanted to, like, stop listening to that little voice and kind of, like, start public speaking, for example? Well, in high school, there was an opportunity each year uh, that you had to do speaking. And so I started doing that and I really enjoyed it, but I'd kind of just have dot points. And then uh, other than the statistics I had, I would go ramble, 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 ramble. Um, Lately, I've got involved in this program by um, YMCA, um, Youth Parliament which also helps me like go, oh, I'm really passionate about the arts and the creative industries. Um, so I could just ramble, ramble on about that. Does that make sense? Or so am like I going you, on the- you kind of thought like, you kind of thought if I'm not confident in this, I can just make sure to talk about something that I am passionate yeah, about yeah. when I'm doing it. Like so, so like, again, I like went on, so all the speeches, sorry. All the speeches in high school, I was really passionate about all the topics I spoke about because I could choose anything I wanted. Mm-hmm. So if that's like trains, <laughs> I'd talk about trains for an hour. Mm. No, that like, <laughs> I, my knowledge in trains are lacking. But <laughs> can you think of like an actual moment in your life where you were like, "I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna apply for the public speaking thing at high school." I don't think so. I think it was just. I was caught up in the moment. I was like, well, I'm doing this now. Like, right. Uh, I was kind of, yeah, I threw myself in there because there was the opportunity of doing it. And I just did it. And then I was just like, nice. Like, cool. Cool. <laughs> like, epic. Yeah. Come back out of this now. So. I'm trying to think when I decided to overcome stuff. Like, I would say recently in my self doubt now about just like doing particular things that make me anxious recently like in the last couple of months I've decided like oh it's okay that it's hard like I just have to do it more and then it won't be hard yeah and um but I would say like when I was really self-conscious in high school I like kind of you can get I feel like in high school you can get really caught up in like your little bubble of friends yeah yeah. and like you care so much about what they think of you um making other friends like outside of that helped me to realize that like no one's opinion is like final like no one has like the most important opinion of you so like if this group doesn't accept you if these people think bad of you like it actually doesn't matter because that you could make so many other friends like yeah but i found in high school i found the problem of trying to hang out with people because like some people didn't get along very well and so you would hang out with pretty much their arch enemy. And they're like, oh, why Why yeah. are you hanging out with them? Like, Yeah, it's like a and, big thing. Like, yeah. you didn't sit with me at lunch today. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, 
I'll just go between a lot of people yeah. because I could chat with a lot of people. Then when like a awkward childish like you know high school drama happened mm. and it's like ah oh, yeah. whose side are you on? Like I don't yeah. want to pick a side, but yeah, like. Definitely. I feel like in high school, I actually, like, I'm always the person who I'll talk to everyone. Yeah. And, like, but in high school, I didn't feel like I had, like, I didn't really have that many people at the school. Yeah, I had barely any people at the school who I would say were my real friends. Like, but luckily I had, like, all my friends from KI still. So I always had a support network. I think, like, in high school, you're so caught up with finding your people like I need to find my people I need to find yeah. my people but like no one is gonna provide like everything you want yeah like no friendship group is gonna provide like everything that you need where like you're not that you're not gonna be exactly the same as everyone in the yeah. friendship group it's like you have to actually make yourself like your people if that makes yeah, sense yeah yeah no I agree on that um I don't know what to add on that because no <laughs> I didn't go in the direction that I was originally going. But. No, 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 I agree. Um, cuz I feel like you do get caught up with trying to find like you you're stuck with that group of friends or whatever and then you you want to you kind of have to find other people and kind of yeah. negotiate. Cuz people um, are like multifaceted. Like yeah. you might make a friend through a common interest, but like you have other interests that you want to talk to other people about. Yeah. But um, as well, I was going to say, I haven't been treating this course like it's high school, but now I'm starting to see, like, in a way, there's still groups in our yeah. course. Like, and I feel like all throughout my life, I feel like I've always tried, at least, to be the person who would, like, talk to people, make friends with everyone. If I feel like they're, like, alone, I would try and make friends with them. And I feel like I, at uni... I maybe because I've been focusing a lot on like putting energy into myself mm. or something. I like haven't really been making that much of an effort to go. But again, luckily in our course, um, you're not always stuck with the same people. Yeah, so you yeah. meet a lot of new people, and you have a, and you you start to figure out people, and you're like, oh, yep, that's your interests. I have that in common, yeah. and like so. That's what I kind of like about uni compared to high school. It was more like, you know, you're pretty much stuck in the same group over yeah. and over again. People already but, have, like, opinions of you. Yeah. Stuff. But, yeah, I want to make more of an effort to, like, talk to other people. Like, even if that... Like, to not judge people, like, oh, no, I won't fit in with them. Or, like, oh, no, they're not my people. It's like, we're all in the same course. Like, I want to talk to everyone. And I also can sense that some people feel like... They want to... I, I hate that... I feel like I can tell that some people are, like, nervous to talk yeah. to me or, like, talk to the people that I'm friends with or something. I don't and know. Does that help myself? No, no, I... no. I feel like also, especially when it's, like, a student from another um, topic, like, a yeah. course is just doing our topic. Yeah. And you're, like, you kind of want to... They want to talk to someone, but you kind of... Yeah. Know, and, like, I hate that someone would be nervous. Yeah. Well, like, I hate that, like, obviously I feel like my group is viewed as a clique. Yeah. Like, and I really but don't like that. I wouldn't say you're not the only clique. Yeah, like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of cliques. Yeah. But I just hate, I want everyone to feel like they're welcome to, like, talk. Now we us. get onto one of these little dot points <laughs> I've okay. written down about how to welcome someone. 
just introducing someone. I mentioned earlier, um, uh, what's your name? What's your story? Mm. The name is the most probably important part, I would say, about someone. Mm. Say their name over and over again. Isn't that right, Jeffrey? Like, yeah, <laughs> and that's the that way Jess? that you flirt too. Isn't that like a flirt? Yeah, technique? yeah. Like, a lot of things... Because everyone loves hearing their name. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, it's just like... You're you so say right, goodbye. Yeah, I'm always, <laughs> always right, Jess. <laughs> There's even... With my mates and I, we actually even have a sign, like, <laughs> pretend to do a name tag when we say... And I think this is more probably like a... A, a dating type of thing, mm. but you pretend to do a name tag on your chest if you didn't catch like a girl's name oh, or see so like, and so they go, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Jeremy, and they might be taking a bullet because they already met her, but it's less than a bullet for you. Oh so, yeah, last year you were last year was that last year you were part yeah, of like the year. campaigns for the university like you were the council for... for student the student body for like the school yeah and so i ran under um like one of my friends asked me oh do you want to run and i was kind of like nah, i don't know do i want to run do i like i kind of doubted myself on that and i'm like why why, why not? I'll just push myself to it and do it. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, I was like, oh, you know, the whole uni will notice me, like, or they'll recognise me. Just the idea of you're kind of putting yourself out there and, like, the vulnerability of it. Mm. And I'm like, just do it. Most stressful week I've ever had. It was like my hands were shaking um, my voice was probably squeaking a little bit, like, <laughs> I, I was, even one of the people that was helping, um, because I ran under, like, a, I guess you would call it a party, yeah. I guess, yeah. um, there, someone that was helping it was like, well, you just have a, have a break, you've been working hard all day, like, and because you're, like, pretty much in front of everyone, begging for a vote for you to represent, you know, I used to be the guy that would walk past, headphones in, um, walk around, you know, like, try to avoid it, because whatever, but now I'm on the opposite side Mm. and being that person, trying to, like, hey, what's your name, like, and, um, it's a really good, like, experience, I was glad I went through it, because it, pushed me out of my shell, I guess, and um, I met new new friends. That would have been a huge, like, way to overcome self-doubt. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, I, I lost the main position I was running for, but I was kind of grateful for the, the person I was running against that one because I knew that they're a good candidate mm. and... Personally, I think they're better than me, so, <laughs> but I still wanted to help them out afterwards and, yeah, like, that's good. and help out because it's infecting, like, you know, the whole uni space, yeah. so who doesn't want this uni to be better for all of us? When you're telling a story, you kind of dramatise a little bit oh, to make it sound more interesting. See, I am not good at this. There's, like, so, you know, like, you know who's really good at this? Amy. Amy. Yeah, yeah, so, like, she tells amazing stories. Like, I'm always so hooked on her stories. And I remember when I first met her, I thought, wow, Amy just has, like, such crazy stories. Like, 
like why don't why doesn't that shit happen to me and then I realized like well actually I do have an interesting life I just don't really like see it as like important enough to like say I'm a very truthful person like I actually don't really like to make things little tell make it sound worse yeah yeah well I think it's it's a good like yeah people enjoy like hearing a a really interesting story and I guess it's like something probably humans have done ever since like the dawn of time where we're telling a story and we're like and there was a dragon out of the blue Mm. it probably wasn't a dragon but you know it's cool as shit having a dragon like come out of the blue amy is a really good story like teller like i i just go oh my god what's gonna happen i would classify myself as a storyteller but like if you told me, like, write this idea into a story, I could easily succinctly put it into words and, like, I love writing, like, synopsis mm. for, like, all our projects. Yeah. And, like, I can easily just translate things and communicate things. But when it comes to things that happen to me, like, I don't think that I really see them as, like, as interesting as, like, other people's they're all, stories. They're all stories, though. So yeah. if you, like, got stories that's happened to you, even, like, doing breakfast in the morning, like that would be the most mundane type of story. Mm. You could still make it interesting yeah, to sell, yeah. tell someone your morning routine. What would you say, like, we've talked a lot about just, like, putting yourself out there. What do you think the importance of that is for, first of all, let's say, like, career-wise? Uh, career-wise. Um, there's always, did I say this earlier, opportunities. There's always opportunities mm. out there. So... If you just make, like, push yourself to chase after these opportunities and, um, especially career-wise, setting yourself up with just these small, you might, right now, I think it's, like, pointless going for these stuff, or personally, I look at stuff and go, I can't do that, Um, I've already got uni, I've already got work, Mm -hmm. Um, I've already got outside stuff, like, you know, clubs, uni clubs and stuff. I can't put my another thing on my plate. But at least try to apply for some of these opportunities. I, I think so often we doubt ourselves going into stuff mm. that then... Because, like, many of these opportunities, you'll meet new people, new contacts in the industries, uh, new friends, which friends... Bring more contacts into yeah. industries. Yeah. Um, and so, if you can talk to even... Like, the other day, someone... I was chatting to someone, and they were like, Oh, you're into film. Do you need an actor? <laughs> I didn't ask that. They were just... They found out I was in film. Mm. And they had a friend that um, looks for... Is looking for, I guess, a job... Um, of, projects to work on to build up their portfolio Mm. so friends are your greatest friends is my uh, (laughs) friends are your greatest (laughs) friends that is my quote in your career (laughs) yeah yeah you can't just sit around and like wait for things to happen to you yeah yeah like you you'll be sitting there but there is stuff happening around yeah and you just can't see it you have to actually look yeah especially in creative arts like Mm. in adelaide it's like you know, a lot of people would say, like, what, nothing's happening here in arts. But, like, yeah. you just have to actually seek it out. You can, like, be sitting in your room just 
like not making anything but wanting to work in the industry, nobody's going to come knocking at your door yeah. and be like, oh, I heard you liked film, want to be on my film I've, set. Like, I've had also things. so many like holidays where I've gone, oh, I'm going to make this and this and this. The holidays come around and I'm sitting on the couch eating like spaghetti or something like <laughs> spaghetti that. Spaghetti from a and, can. Cold yeah, from a can. Cold, still from a can. <laughs> um, and in my undies. I don't know. <laughs> like, and gribbling all over myself. But again, like, like you said, no one's going to knock on the door and say, hey kid, I'm Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. This is your next film. I, I've been looking for you. Uh, Quentin's. Tarantino is probably only going to search for you if you've got nice looking feet. Uh, yeah, is that what you're like gonna I was going to say, um, and you need to put those feet out there. <laughs> yeah. So you need to send your feet pics to Quentin. Yeah, and the only way you do that is contacts because Quentin Tarantino only has the premise. I'm going on a rant about <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, but yeah, no, like just putting yourself out there and like I guess uh, looking for it because. It's not going to come looking for for you. What are some other ways that you think other people can put themselves out there? Colleagues at work that I've chatted to and I'm like, oh, I'm really interested in the film and like, is there any way I can get into the film industry? Like, mm. or like any arts portfolio, like any of that stuff. They have contacts. And mm. one of my co-workers actually got me in contact with Let's just say an important person in the South Australian film industry. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I, they got me in contact with this. I could just um, keep their contact and not really talk to them. I'll just say, I'm interested in film. Do you have any opportunities? I took it the next step further and probably been the most annoying person of their whole year <laughs> and sent them a screenplay and said, can you help me with this? I'd love wow. to get funding for it. They got back to me and did all the, like, they were like, this is what is a really good script. This is what you need to improve. Mm. There's grammar and spelling errors, Mm. but I'm probably just really picky on that because, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Mm. it was a great opportunity to build your network. Like, some people are really shy. They might not feel comfortable putting themselves out there in person, but, like, sending things online is a great way to start. Yeah. Like, sending a professional email, I feel like, is a good way to practice. It's also, I think, good to have a, um, like, online presence, as in on Instagram or any of that. Because when you do meet people and they say, oh, you got any evidence, mm. you can just pop up with your Instagram exactly. or... Well, somebody that I'm not that close to, like, tagged me in some post the other day. It was, like, this, um, this like, organisation looking for, like, creatives or something. And, like, this person I hardly know tagged me in it because they knew that I was interested in that because yeah. of everything that I post. And it makes your presence known. And so when people are in a conversation with... I don't know, someone that's in your field, they go, oh, I have this friend that I barely know, but they're really good at, or they're really interested and passionate about Mm. this. And so they kind of put your name out there. Yeah. And word of mouth is still to go, but back to the Instagram page and online presence, you can still message people through online and who are also interested in it. You mentioned before something about, like, learn as much as you can about the person. Like, yeah. Because, um, 
you're looking around my room. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a cute bill poster. But um, I was just thinking about, I used to feel embarrassed to like mention anything to someone that I'd seen from social media. So like, say if I just met you, but I knew you were really interested in film from social media, I would be too embarrassed to bring it up yeah. because I wouldn't want you to think I was stalking. But now I'm like, well, that's something I know we could get a good conversation yeah. out of. And like, and who that's hasn't stalked someone good. on yeah, like, like social media? Yeah. Like, so what if you sound like desperate or stalkish? Yeah. It's like they're going to feel good because it means that like you've seen what they're doing and like yeah. stuff like that. So I think like don't be afraid to like bring up things you've seen about them on social media. I agree. I agree. That's... When you are a little more qualified and completely unafraid, what will the life of Lockie White look like? Oh, successful. I'll be on beach in uh, Hawaii. Whoa. um, Stranded. Stranded. (laughs) Smoking a cigar with my last bottle of whiskey. Oh, my God. Nothing else. But at least I'd be having a bed filled with money and (laughs) going to sleep each night knowing how successful I am. Okay. Real talk now. No, okay, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? If you're when you're a bit more qualified, basically, what's your dream life? What's my dream life? Tell me about yours first, Jess. Me? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, my dream life. Um, my dream life is like I have a home in Adelaide, but I also have a home in like somewhere else where it's like, like really Hollywood, like... no 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 like I'm thinking like Darwin Cairns like somewhere tropical and hot so like if I get sick of the cold like I can always go to different weather a house where it's like you, I can entertain people yeah like I can have people over I and I can have like a garden and it's kind of like cottage core vibes and then my career is I'm doing like lots of different things in media and like hopefully I'm kind of like you know, people know who I am. No. <laughs> yeah. The, the person to go to. I'm running my own, like, I have to have something of my own. Like, whether it's this podcast, my video business or something. Like, I have something that I'm running, like, myself. I like that. I like that. So, are you thinking more freelance work or... I don't know. I kind of, like, I'm trying to make that happen now because it's, like, I feel like I want to have something. I don't know because I'm interested in business. So, I think I'll always run my own business. And do my own thing, but I wouldn't be opposed to like being employed. So do you have do you have like a media like um when you say media, what type of media? You mean like film? Anything like, like gig like like um music band gigs managing, yeah. podcasting, pr- even like presenting um anything to do with like art curation or like organizing gadget events. over here doing everything yeah, at like, once. I, like. Not everything at once, but I do want to try like lots of different things. I want to like organize stuff, I guess. And you're good at organizing. Thank I like you. That. Um, I'm originally from Clare Valley, so I'd love to have like a house out that way or like when I retire, like yeah, with yeah. my bed filled with money. Um, <laughs> but I just want to create content and I guess be a well-known name. I don't really want to be, like, having all this money. I just want to be known, I guess. Yeah, like, the yeah, being known is, like, to me more important than... Leaving a legacy is more yeah. important than having money. Yeah. Yeah. And so if that's just influence, like, inspiring a few people, I'm happy with that. Mm. But obviously money's great, so I do want <laughs> yeah. to, like, you know, have a survival thing. But, um... 
Yeah, I, I think staying down to Adelaide, but I'm happy go wherever the life takes me. Get into maybe positive impact on the arts and creative industries and yeah. all that. Doing government stuff. I agree. I want to, like, everything that I want to do, it's like, it better be having, like, a good impact, you know? Yeah. And I also want to Good raise lambs. So. Lambs. Why <laughs> lambs? Like they're cute. What about kangaroos? Yeah, I well, love kangaroos. They're my favourite animal. So yeah. I didn't they're know my you, you're food, from the country. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, please leave a rating and a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want to keep up with the podcast, follow the Instagram at you and you underscore podcast. And if you want to follow Lockie... What's your? What are you going to promote today? Uh, um, you're putting me under pressure here. I'd say Instagram at Lachlan dot m dot y. That's it. Bye. That was fun. I love it. Yeah, thanks, Jess. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to say thanks. Outrageous. Well, no, it, just do a quick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you for... are welcome. <laughs> thanks for joining me, Lockie. You're welcome, Jessica. You're welcome, Jess.